never resting, never, never setting that reset button, never pushing that stop button and taking time out, which is extremely hard for a lot of women. Yeah. Um, the, the adrenals become burned out and then the thyroid. Um, charging our day from the minute we wake up by that first action. Yes, and that affects your sleep at night. Blood sugar levels, your sleep, a good night's sleep starts from the moment you wake up. Mm. So important, you know, for, yeah, to get that's out. Yeah, important point, actually, and I don't think we look at that enough. No, no. So sleep optimization is huge as well. I want to get my patients sleeping. We know, particularly thyroid, if they're exhausted, a lot of my thyroid patients either just fall to bed, they're so exhausted and they sleep extremely well because they could sleep extremely well all day, every day. They're so tired or they're having um, sleep irregularities. They either can't fall asleep or they're waking up through the night. So sleep is, as well as working on their diet and their gut, I've got to get them sleeping if they're not sleeping. So, and it starts with, yeah, basically hopping up, trying to get, you know, the first morning light into our, on our, into our eyes. So trying to be awake when the sun sort of rises. Yeah. <laughs> getting, you know, instead, of, instead of getting on a screen, first thing as we've become programmed to do, first thing is to scroll through Facebook and check our emails, get out and have your lemon water outside or apple cider vinegar outside with or go for a walk and get that first morning light. That will help you sleep at night because it's regulating your circadian rhythm and regulating that melatonin and cortisol. And then swapping your coffee out to one hour after breakfast and then balancing your blood sugar levels throughout the day. It's just all those three, those three things impact sleep, weight, mood, um, energy, everything. It's three big tips there. If you just did try those, that would, that would probably help. A lot of and yeah. lifestyle factors you were sort of beginning to touch on too when it comes to, you know, reclaiming your energy back. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's talking to them about where they can get rest, where they can stop. And if they're really exhausted, I just say rest when you can. If you've got a young baby, sleep while, you know, put your feet up. If, you know, wherever you are, you just need to take some time to stop. So um, one of the things I do try to do when, when they laugh at me, when I say to do meditation or breathing or anything like that, when they, like I literally, literally laugh at me, just go, you're crazy because it's not going to happen. I'm, I don't like it. I can't stop my mind um, is I get them to lie flat on the floor. So when like, so let's say, okay, let's start with five minutes a day. Even if you, the kids are crawling over you, over you, even if it's wherever you are, lie flat on the floor, no couch, no bed. And when you lie flat, your, your spinal cord is able to go in its correct position and the cerebrospinal fluid flows out to the extremities and your brain. And it is like a little adrenal reset. You'll get up and you'll go, oh, I could stay there all day. But once you get up, you actually feel a little bit more energized. Mm. I do that quite often in my lunch break. So after I've been consulting all morning with clients and then I'll have my lunch and then I'll just lay down on the floor for 10 minutes and just close my eyes Oh, it's, it's, if that's all I've got, I can manage throughout the day. It's, it's wonderful. And most people can do that. If I don't put restrictions on it, like you have to meditate or you have to breathe or you have to, you know, just lay down. doesn't yeah. matter if the kids are falling over you. It doesn't matter what, what noise. Don't get frustrated by the noise. Just do that. So it's starting really slowly with trying to get them to stop, trying to get them to yeah, reevaluate their whole lifestyle and, and get some time for, for themselves, trying to get snippets of time. And I'm living in a place where, you know, WA, there's a lot of mining. I'm in a country town, a seaside country town, where a lot of families, young families with babies, move down 
and then the husband goes off FIFO um, for weeks, months at a time. And this poor young mum is left with no family, um, hasn't developed that community yet with friends, um, and they're on their own with young children. And they have no break, no time for themselves. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really hard. So with these people, it's really trying to <clears throat> start grassroots, you know, doing what they can to, yeah, have a bit of a break for themselves. I agree. If you can incorporate five minutes here yeah. and there throughout the day, it actually does more for you than trying to set aside 20 or 30 minutes in a solid chunk. And yes. quite That's often right. when I'm converting new mums to meditation, I say when you're you know, putting them down for the nap and they want you to stay in the room or stroke their head, yeah. just lay down next to them and breathe. And there you yes. go. You've meditated and you will notice a difference when you get up by just yeah. allowing yourself to just be in that moment, even if it is with Bub, but just not really doing anything else other than just being in that moment. And yes. that's the, I think that's the other big thing we feel like in order for it to be beneficial rest, it has to look like a certain way and be a certain amount of time. But really, if we're just doing it every single day consistently throughout the day, little tiny bits, we're really going to see it, aren't we? Absolutely, and I, you know, um, I was, you know, have been in this game for you know over twenty five years, and you know, really working on my health. And I think a few years ago, the thing that I always tried to get in, and I unsuccessfully, well, I wasn't successful, was trying to meditate. It was really that thing that I just didn't prioritize. You know, I exercise, I eat well, I do all the things, but meditation. And then I did um, a meditation course with someone local down here. And this light bulb moment for me and something that I knew know this and I share this with my clients is that you don't have to sit perfectly cross-legged and have 20 minutes of bliss and no thoughts. I said meditation is sitting there, maybe concentrating on your breath and then you're thinking about dinner and then you come back to the breath and then you're thinking about the garden and then you come back to the breath. And the act of actually going, oh yeah, I'm thinking and coming back to the breath is meditating. Yeah. You can, and I even them, I said, even the monks that meditate all day in Tibet, they're not having bliss. They are thinking about, oh, am I going to fall off that hill? Or is that going to, you know, there's always thoughts, but that is meditation. And when I got that, it changed for me. It's yeah. like, I can also too, as, as a mum, you know, wanting the perfect stillness and quiet. Huh, there's no way. <laughs> even if you have got no one at home, someone will start a lawnmower. Someone will, you know, something will happen, but that's okay. You just, yeah. I, I actually love, I find the deepest meditations is listening to sound for me. I love when I focus on different sounds. Oh, I love that. That's so I, relaxing. I quite often encourage people to get away from the guided meditations and just allow themselves to sit in their own silence. Yeah. Because yeah. when you start just focusing on what's going on in your environment, you do reach this deeper level without realising it. Whereas quite often, if you're always listening to a guided meditation, which still have their own merits, you know, they can yes. still be very useful, but you tend to sometimes get used to just relying on that voice to guide you through. And you again, it's another way of just getting into autopilot. Whereas yeah. just being fully present, going, oh, I've never heard that sound before and never noticed that tree rustle or that wood that creaks or, and learning yeah. to just be okay with it, not wanting to adjust or control. So, yes, I'm, I agree with you, speaking my language there. Yeah, and if a child bangs on the door, mum, and oh, or, it's okay. You go, yes, no problem, it's in there. 
thank you, shut the door, and you try and go back. And if you do another couple of minutes, great. It's but rather than getting angry and upset, which is what I used to do, I had to have this perfect, perfect. But meditation is not perfect. It's imperfection. No. I think it's embracing the, the imperfection, right? And and yeah, it's it's really interesting. Another thing I do with my clients is um, sticky notes. So I just say to them, put get some sticky notes and stick it on the sink, on the fridge, on your washing machine, on the mirror. And every time you see that sticky note, you don't have to write anything on it. Because I've got teens, I used to write things on my sticky notes and my teens would go, oh, mum, you're so weird. What is, what does that say? So, so now I just don't write anything on it. Because <laughs> So when I tell them, when you see that sticky note, close your eyes, inhale to the stomach and then out exhale and if you do that once that's bringing mindfulness into your day just bring those little bits of mindfulness throughout the day that's that's yeah that's a way to just calm your nervous system and relax i love that and it's so important because as you've covered how much the thyroid's doing it is important for us to be taking that step back and really having a holistic approach to our health because there's so many other systems involved here and the toxic load that we're putting on our bodies as well and you know being mindful of the choices that we make overall can make a big difference yes and another little thing you know that i think your listeners will will find interesting is that you know often have women you know weight can be a big issue so when the, you know in hypothyroidism and hashimoto's the thyroid slows down and it can it affects it, the thyroid controls our metabol metabolism and you know that is what the thyroid is known for mostly so many more other things but we all think oh you know if it's weight it's, it's my thyroid but and it can affect women's weight i always say that if you've got um, thyroid dysfunction it's like running up a hill with a, with a sack of bricks on your back. So we've got to sort of, you know, look at those things and make it easier for you. Um, but often I find women who are struggling with their weight have low thyroid function sometimes. They also um, are exercising like they're not eating. They're exercising like, you know, way too much um, and eating all the wrong things. So when we get all those things into place, when I say to them, you need to rest, you need to stop your cardio that you've been doing, you're belting yourself at the gym, it's not working. Yeah. What you're doing is not working. So let's try something different. Let's, let's take out those inflammatory foods. I find the food intolerance is amazing for settling inflammation, which can impede weight loss also. But let's get you to stop. Let's get you to do some yoga. Let's get you breathing properly and meditating. They lose weight. If they can do it, it's such a mental shift for them. But if they yep. can do it, they come back in and go, I'm losing weight and I'm doing, I'm eating more, I'm exercising less and I'm resting. And I'm like, that's what your body needs. That's what your thyroid needs to restore. And it's such, when I look, when I'm telling women this in clinic, they just look at me like, you are crazy. But that's yep. what they need. That's what your body, that's what your thyroid saying to you. I am exhausted. I can't do this anymore, but you keep pushing me. You keep drinking coffee. You keep upping your thyroxine. You keep you're taking stimulants to keep going when I'm trying to tell you you need to stop and look after yourself. Oh, I like that. Yeah, listen to your thyroid. Yes. <laughs> yes, beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> Let's me know all the time when I'm do overdoing it or I've done something. It's like, here you go. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. Uh, Thanks, okay. Yeah. I relax. Yeah, time to listen. Okay, I'm hearing you. I'm going to listen. Oh, thank you so much for today. And before we finish, I would like to ask you, what do you have any self-care non-negotiables that are a must for you in order to really look after your thyroid? 
Ooh, that's a tricky one. Self-care must. Um, I think just really thinking about how women can put themselves first and just thinking about how maybe not every day, we'll stopping trying to fit a five-minute reset in every day. Also, one thing I do actually like to talk to my, my, my clients about is what, what nurtures their soul? So what, what, do you, what did you used to do? I mean, I, I usually say, like, what did you used to do before you had kids and got married? Before, you know, in your own free spirit, what really made you tick? But then I do find that that changes a lot for women um, after baby. We do get new values. We do have new things, interests. So what would you really want to do? What's, what is your body yearning for? And it could be, oh, I just want to have a massage or I just need some space or um, I really used to love to macrame or whatever it is. So I try and get them to just say, to find, reinvent or painting. Bring out those paints. Bring out the sewing machine, what you used to do. Find yeah. something that's creative um, and just try and, and build that into a bit of your lifestyle. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you so much, Tara. This is, I think it's so interesting and you've brought up so many things that I was definitely not aware of and I think it's going to support a lot of people and I'm really appreciative of your time. And so if people want to find out more about you and follow you on social media, where can they find you? Yeah, so I have a website, um, Naturopathic Care. Um, sw.com and I'm on Facebook as Natu uh, so that's and Facebook naturopathic care and Instagram on, on naturopathic care as well so they can find me there I have lots of information on my website about thyroid I have lots of blogs about just about everything on thyroid so they can jump on and read my blogs and yeah amazing find me there. yeah well thank you so much and I'll pop all your links to in the bio description if anyone um, needs to find them and yeah I'm so grateful for your time Thanks so much for listening. And if you loved this episode, I would be so grateful if you could take the time to leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends and family. I really appreciate you being here with me. And if you'd like to know more about what I do and for some free resources, please head on over to my website, teamko.com.au. And you can connect with me over on social media at Meditate with Kirsty.